Good morning. I'm Sarah French. This is WCNC Charlotte to go. Here are your top stories. Well, today marks 15 years since the miracle on the Hudson. On January 15, 2009, Captain Sully Sullenberger safely landed a U.S. Airways flight on the Hudson River. That flight was carrying more than 150 people to Charlotte from New York. Many of those on board say they remember every detail from that very day. WCNC Charlotte's Michelle Bowden had the chance to catch up with some of the passengers on the plane. Engine on fire, flames shooting out the engine and uh, you know that to me was like this is not good. There were just so many little frames that I just stick in your mind. You just they don't fade. The plane from the Miracle on the Hudson is now on display at the Sullenberger Aviation Museum right here in Charlotte. And our very own Larry Sprinkle actually got the chance to sit inside the plane. I remember covering this. I lived in Connecticut at the time, Larry, but not many people got the chance to actually go in and sit yeah. in the plane, much less the cockpit. Wow. Yeah, that was at the museum, that is at the museum, which will reopen soon. But you had a chance to, to actually go on the plane, walk down you know, the aisle, and they left everything just as it was. Some of the seats were turned wow. over flotation devices wow. and, and to sit in the cockpit where Captain Sully was. You know, the people who were on that plane, they were told to brace for impact, head down, brace for impact. No one knew that they were going to land in water. They thought they were going to hit ground. Oh, wow. They had no idea they hit water until some looked out or other, the water started, started coming down. in. Yeah. So scary. Pretty, uh, pretty much a, Can't a, a real miracle. can't believe 15 years 15 today. 15 years ago. Hard to believe. Turning to more today's top stories in your morning rush. This morning, a child is recovering from serious burns after a mobile home fire in East Charlotte. This was the scene on Spring Laurel Drive, just off Albemarle Road on Friday. Charlotte Fire telling us crews found a small fire in the bathroom. The child was taken to the hospital with burns on about a quarter of their body. A man is behind bars this morning after being accused of stealing a French bulldog. Police say on January 8th, Chardray Cruz took the dog named Zeus from a car at a gas station on Bellhaven Boulevard. Now, detectives were able to find Cruz after pictures of that dog were posted on social media. The suspect faces charges including larceny, possession of stolen property, and carrying a concealed gun. Zeus has, of course, been safely returned to his owners. Starting this week, Atrium Health Workers could start to see a little extra money. Atrium is raising its minimum wage to $17.50 for workers in the Charlotte and Winston-Salem areas. The raise is part of a multi-million dollar investment into employment compensation across the Carolinas, Georgia, and Alabama. The boost will affect nearly 32,000 workers. Good Monday morning. I'm here at the Crown Ballroom at the NASCAR Hall of Fame as uh, folks are getting ready, preparing this event that will be the Martin Luther King Jr. Annual YMCA uh, Breakfast Prayer Breakfast, actually. It is a time that folks in the community come together to remember the uh, slain civil rights leader and also continue in his legacy. They're expecting some 1,200 folks here. Today's keynote speaker, Tanya Matthews, will be here. She's the director of the International African American Museum down in Charleston. Just a day and a time for folks to come together and enjoy and continue the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King. And President Biden is planning another trip to South Carolina later this month. The state Democratic Party says Biden is going to be the keynote speaker at the first in the nation celebration in Columbia. It's happening on the 27th, just a few days before the Democratic primary in the, on February 3rd. And that's it for your morning rush. Time now to connect the dots when we make the news make sense. 
that morning cup of coffee is a staple for many of us. But new research suggests there might be a sweet spot for how much we're drinking every morning. WCNC Charlotte's Ben Thompson connects the dots. Getting a caffeine fix is a must for most of us in the morning. But how do you know you're getting the perfect amount? Let's connect the dots. Too much or not enough coffee can have different effects on your body. The biggest problem, messing up a good night's sleep. Even though the FDA says adults should not exceed over 400 milligrams a day, experts say coffee drinkers should aim for about one and a half cups or 150 milligrams. Overdoing your coffee consumption can lead to a bad night's sleep. People who consumed more coffee than usual were found to sleep less. Experts recommend waiting for the caffeine to kick in before pouring that next cup. That means usually waiting 15 minutes between each cup. Experts also say kids under the age of 12 should avoid it altogether. And for those who feel caffeine withdrawals on the weekends, try aiming for less than 100 milligrams during the week. That's Connecting the Dots. Now to the day's checklist. Here are three stories worth knowing about today. One, the community of Perry, Iowa, mourning once again today after the principal who was critically injured during this month's school shooting passed away. Longtime principal Dan Marburger died yesterday morning. He'd been fighting for his life for the last 10 days after being shot, protecting his students and staff from a school shooter. Number two, this morning investigators are trying to find out what caused a hot air balloon to crash, killing four people and leaving one seriously hurt. It happened in Arizona, about 70 miles south of Phoenix. We're learning this morning the hot air balloon was being used by skydivers. Apparently, once the divers jumped off, something caused it to crash. The incident is still under investigation this morning. And number three, take a look at your screen right now. This is video from a massive volcano eruption in southwest Iceland. It's the fifth eruption there since 2021. While it did make its way toward the local town, people were able to evacuate in time. Though no one is in danger now, the country's government says there may be threats to local buildings. Here's what's happening across the Carolinas. Hundreds of people are honoring the life of Sergeant Dale Nix through a memorial ride. National nonprofit organization Fly Our Flag hosted the event on Sunday as a way to remember the life of the fallen Greensboro officer. Nix was shot and killed while off-duty back in December. Life-saving trauma kits are on their way to Israel from Greensboro. Greensboro's Samaritan's Purse shipped off 1,000 life support kits over the weekend. Inside each one are life-saving medical supplies like chest tubes, intubation kits, and tourniquets. They're going to first responders in communities that are furthest from hospitals to give those in critical care a chance at survival. And King Day at the Dome is happening with Vice President Kamala Harris and the South Carolina NAACP in attendance. For the last 24 years, the NAACP has held a prayer service at the Zion Baptist Church and then a march to the State House. Now following the march, leaders, including the Vice President, will give speeches as well. And that's what's happening across the Carolinas. Thanks for listening. You can find all these stories and more at WCNC.com. Join the WCNC Charlotte team weekday mornings from 4.30 to 7 a.m. Like and subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend.